Welcome to the JB Show. Yeah, it's uh, so angry or towards the cider, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like the, I don't know, it's a little bit sweet, but as some angry orchard, I went to bed a little bit too late, but we're yeah. here. Oh, wait, so you have another year of school or no? Yeah, so I'm a junior right now. Okay. But with my current major, I'm going to be in school an extra year, like a fifth not, year. Not a bad time to be in school. Nah, it's, it's not, it's not terrible. Besides, yeah. now I'm going to act like an extra year added on because all those COVID stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll kind of get that year back, I guess. Yeah, it's great. Wait, so how did how did you meet Al or Alex? Oh, Nalfo? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny because so so he wrote he rose at Temple, right? Yeah. Well, I was like good yeah, guys so, with him from high school. All right, cool. Yeah, no. Um so yeah, one of the rowing guys on his team, Ryan Borsi, he is like a really close friend of mine. Okay. Um when I when I used to live in Germany, he lived there as well. So our parents worked for the same company, so we became close. So we've been really, really close since like childhood. And he was like, there's this dude on my rowing team who's like into music and stuff. Like, <laughs> let me like link you guys. I'm like, yeah, like, uh, of course. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he's really cool. I yeah. like Alex. Yeah. We were always like growing up, he was always into like the weird, obscure, just like, like humor music stuff. And I, I feel like it finally yeah. panned out for both of us kind of finding our niche. Like, there. yeah, he's, it takes he's time well. I, he's, uh, yeah, he's definitely growing though. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, like. Well, one thing I'm going to get into later is the, like playlist cl- collaboration, but we'll save that for a little bit later. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, no, so I think it would be helpful for you to kind of start off and give an introduction on like who you are and a little bit about yourself. Okay. Like, so like, yeah, my name is Christian. I'm from Chicago, but I go to Mizzou. I'm 20 years old. I've been doing music stuff um, loosely since like eighth grade, I would say. Okay. Um, yeah. And I mean, I really, t- the only time I really took it seriously was like three years ago was when I really started to sit down and like put a lot of time into it. Um, I grew up in Germany, so I speak German. I mean, I have two, two uh, yeah, just very like international family. So two sisters, two sisters from China. Um, so always like traveling. So I feel like that has some influence on like my music, just like European exposure. Um, everywhere else i don't know it's my internet are you are you still there yeah i just like think you're like lagging like yeah. just lagging my, a bit my head is like kind of the audio is fine though so i'll just yeah, my internet's kind of kind of rough yeah I'll, I'll i'll figure it out with the the video recording i always find a way to to, to okay. figure it out with these short clips but all right yeah no worries there wait so you're yeah, you, okay. you said you have like um, international siblings as well yeah they're both adopted from china okay cool yeah. Some interesting stuff. Yeah, yep. What I might do actually, um, is my phone. I got, I could go on LTE and then I got I could bypass the Wi-Fi, but my phone's just really low. I, we can do this for now if that's okay. Yeah. No. Whatever. Okay, whatever's fine. easier for you. Yeah. No. It, it, it's okay. not. It's not terrible right now. Um, wait. So you're going All back right. to? I want to go back to eighth grade, right? So, I feel like for every person, it takes something yeah. to take something seriously. Like, what caused that like spark for you to like really take music seriously? Um, you know, it's lagging so bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want to like give you a late question, but I mean, for me, at least in eighth grade, I came in listening to, to like house music and stuff like that. Okay. Um, 
yeah, like Cascade, Hardwell, like Tiesto kind of came in. Like, like Dead Mouse was what I was like kind of introduced on because I never really listened to music on my own until around that period of time. Um, and my dad was like, yeah, you can make this stuff on your own. Like if you just uh, have a laptop and some creativity, you can like make your own music. I was like, for real? He's like, yup. <laughs> and I started like fiddling. So it's, it's really funny, yeah. And I started fiddling on my uh, – my mom's like Dell work computer on like machine, like this, uh, like beat making type program. It's more for like live beats. So like there's like a drum pad you usually connect to that and you like kind of mesh in between. Um, so that's, that's kind of where, that's kind of where it started at least. Um, and I, I've always had like some sort of interest in it, I would say. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, the fact that you started on like a Dell and kind of worked your way up. Yeah, dude. I feel like yeah, I. My just, mom's too. I feel like I started getting into house music like last year. Like it took me a bit, but really, yeah, just like yeah, I'm, I'm big into I was big into that stuff. Yeah, I, I I did like a study abroad in Australia, and I just became like a huge Fisher fan. Like I guess like not to say like right before he blew up, but like pretty much right before he blew up. So I've been obsessed with him for a while. Um, yeah, and like Chris cool. Lake. Yeah, he got huge. Yeah, Chris, like, I obviously love. He's more low-key than Fisher. Fisher's, like, a more brand name, you know? Like, he has a little bit more personality. Yeah. But love, like, uh, Black Book Records. Yeah. I remember, like, yeah. I got you. That's good stuff. Here, what I might do is plug in my – I could call you from my phone, but I feel like that would interrupt the Zoom because it's, like, lagging so much. I have an idea. Join the Zoom from – your phone yeah it's fine and then like yeah no and then just like keep this on and then right when you get on from your phone you'll leave this one okay here let me try something because i have an extra cord i gotta get a cord that can connect into my it's not lagging from my side badly but i know what you mean like you could see it from your side a little bit i mean if it's not bad on your end then we can just stay on here i mean as long as i can get the answers you need i'm fine with that all right yeah no it's just like a little bit delay with like you speaking and the words coming out like the speed of okay all right cool but right. I think it's like, other than that, I think it's pretty manageable. All righty. Just want to make sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, going back to getting into house music. I'm curious to know, like, f- from you listening to house music, how did you get into like lo-fi stuff? And I like, I want to like, dude, I want to yeah. enter the lo-fi world and like understand like what, like what it all is. Cause it's. So it's funny. Like for, for me with music, I'm assuming you do as well. Like there's like specific songs that you remember from like really specific moments of time, like oh. good times or like yeah. just really hyper. So, yeah. Or like so, your, your heart's just broken. You're like, I'm addicted to this fucking song. Like, yeah. 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 I mean. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess I guess so like the first part of the question is like, how do I go from house to like chill beats? Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, so there's like one summer, I think 2017 where, you know, like Spotify has the like, um like 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 those own like curated for you playlists yeah made for you the daily mixes yeah yeah yeah. so i went to one of those and i was only really into like dubstep like trap like like electronic like intense music and then i came across like chill hop records like some like one of their compilation tracks or um yeah i think i remember the track was like sodium by this guy it was like tesk and philanthropy and i remember that song like specifically as like one of the first ones i've heard like that one and one by like this guy Axian, who's really cool. And I was like, okay, I kind of like mellow beats. Like it's kind of cool. Like I didn't know this was really a thing. Um, and then when I came into 
into Mizzou. So like the summer before I started fiddling with like, Oh, let me try like doing a remix to a song, but that's not intense. Like more just like really laid back. Yeah. I made something kind of cool. It's like, it's on my SoundCloud. It's like a made in Tokyo, like flip kind of just like as a little loose thing. And then in my dorm, when I would just fiddle with music all the time, I made like a five track EP. And from there, that's kind of where it went. But I just like wanted to mess with it. Cause I was like, okay, it's, I'm really big into like stuff that sounds simple, but also has complex nature to it, you know? No, I do. I understand from like a a creator standpoint. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like it just looks fluid, but it's, it's way harder than it looks. Yeah. 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 But yeah, basically it's like if a, if a, like a five ingredient burger, but every ingredient is like really high quality. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it just, I don't know. I'm, I'm more into that kind of stuff where it's just like a too much, like dubstep. I like every once in a while, but there's just so much going on those kind of songs, you know what I mean? So that's why I kind of gravitated towards it. It's really mellow kind of helps, I guess, counter my anxious personality sometimes. So it's a good, like, it's a good, like mental treatment too. If I make something I enjoy, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like it's kind of like a empowering type. Kind of, yeah, guess, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And then like, I guess I could say that from elements, like elements from house and trap and, you know, the more electronic genres um, I've taken, I guess, like somewhat influence from those with, just like I guess aesthetic choices that are usually made in those kind of genres like really punchy kicks and like crispy drums and stuff like that you know what I mean there's like stylistic stuff that are more used that I kind of use in my stuff so I try to incorporate like my I guess origin somewhat into into what I'm doing now but you know it's developing as I go did that take you a while to like like develop your niche in a way or like your personal twist on your on your music yeah, I would think so. I mean, it kind of just, the cool part was, this all kind of just happened. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't no, expect I any of this to like really go anywhere, especially with the chill beat stuff. Cause I always wanted to go and making like hardcore, like dubstep and like yeah. festival stuff. And then I was like, yeah, let me fiddle around with this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've kind of, I, I mean, for me at least with like the larger projects that I'm doing that are kind of like, I would guess solidify my name in the genre. Like, like for instance, the bedtime story stuff, it's kind of putting my sound within that nighttime sort of niche, I guess. Yeah. Um, which isn't, which is helping me because I like making that kind of stuff. So I guess that's kind of what has helped at, at least, I, I guess I would say like trying to create my own sound just with the products I've been kind of focusing on. Um, but a lot of the times I make stuff that just kind of just happens. Like I just fiddle around like, oh, this sounds cool. Like, yeah. let's go with this. And I've kind of been making like similar stuff stylistically every time I kind of sit down. So I guess that's how to an extent. No, that's awesome. It's so funny. You say that though, like how like sounds come up randomly when you're not like trying to make them. It's uh, I've been like getting really into like building my creative process or like building like a playbook for myself in a way. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you always could have a process of something, but I feel like the, best things come up when you're not totally focused on like your music or your edits or yeah it just comes up like naturally and i feel like that's what like really works but it's tough getting out of that mindset just you know trying to crush it out no yeah i've like i've noticed for me like if i sit down without um like a goal in my head and just just the goal is just to make music just to mess around like make something i enjoy a lot of times i just make something a lot better the sounding than if i'm really going for a specific idea yeah it's like for me at least i feel like i'll never be able to fully create 
what's in my mind's eye, you know, what's, what's always in your head will always seem better than what is re- on reality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like every, everything I make is sort of like a loose translation of a cool idea that I guess kind of shapes itself, you know? So, yeah, no. Yeah. So going back to like when you're uh, like first getting into like lo-fi beats, everyone starts from zero, which is like a huge saying. Uh, like I follow a lot of like social media influencers that always like preach that like, how did you not let analytics get in the way in the beginning from like getting progressive to like kind of really blowing up? Well, I mean, for me at first, just having like anyone listening was cool. So yeah. I kind of just took every, like every person that listened kind of was kind of empowering in the, in the sense that it would just drive me to make more, I guess, knowing that there's people that enjoy it to an extent. Um, but I think with, with labels, like, I mean, they're labels, but you know, like you'd usually think of like a record label as like, like Atlantic, like, you know, Sony, yeah. like, just like the more like typical music labels, but I guess the beat labels have helped a lot because, you know, like playlisting and stuff. Um, but it's kind of just more so a motivating factor for me versus something I kind of strive to maintain. Cause I know there's some artists that are really into like the numbers and want to keep their numbers above, you know, certain, certain values just to make it look better and just to look more professional. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Like everyone wants to have more streams, but from everything that's been happening now, it's just more motivating to know that, you know, there's some songs that I know that really like make me feel good or bring me back to good times. And it's cool to think that maybe for some people, like my music's doing the same thing, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of like the driving force I would say. Was, yeah. was there a, like a catalyst in like one of your songs that like really blew up that you just became determined on like, fuck, I'm addicted to it. Or um, did it just like a gradual, just like, I guess a curve. I, yeah, I guess so, like the whole process has been kind of like a gradual thing. And so, I mean the whole, like how it all started was like the five track EP on my SoundCloud kind of as a joke when I just fiddled with like the chill beats idea. And then this UK label college music, like DM me on SoundCloud cause they came across it somehow. And they're like, we want to release it like officially. I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> why would I say no? Like, yeah. And then they put that out. And then I did another like eight track thing with them. And then from that eight tracks, I did one of the songs. I think it was like late night homework or something like that was picked up by Chilled Cow. So it kind of, kind of like dominoes. So yeah. Like, I, 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 I've seen Chilled Cow playlist on uh, yeah. Spotify. And he started like running that through his playlists and he put it on his YouTube, like completely just on like unwarranted. Like he did just on his own accord. Um, and it was cool to kind of get some affirmation from a larger, I guess, entity in the scene, you know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been wild. Um, and I guess that's how it's kind of like all gone down. I mean, with that song for me, at least it showed that I had some potential. I mean, once it got past a million, I was like, okay, this is kind of like, maybe this could go somewhere if I have like some like bigger people supporting me. So it's just been like a driving force to just, to just make good music. And if I know that people enjoy it, just yeah, not coming back, you know, it's kind of like, that's what I mean. Like it's kind of addicting in that sense. Cause you know that you enjoy making it and you enjoy the fact that other people enjoy it as well. So, I mean, dude, there's no better feeling than like you enjoy exactly what you're making and people enjoy it. Um, yeah. I just interviewed this YouTuber and he's like split. So he makes how to videos, like how to like video edit, how to like, uh, edit audio. Yeah. He doesn't like making those, but those literally do well by like 400% more than like his gaming videos. So, yeah. So I just feel like some people really luck out in that sense of exactly what you like to do. People love, you know? So, yeah. 
yeah it's a nice it's a definitely a very like fortunate combination for sure yeah, yeah. um yeah and kind of going to like an advice factor of like people starting out from the beginning do you like i know like a learning curve is a huge thing because if you look at a graph it really takes like i guess like the first couple of years like could be just be like you learning the software and just like unlocking yeah. your talents but do you have any advice for people like starting out and kind of frustrating that like stuck point i guess it's more the sense like everything's kind of turned to the numbers nowadays. You know, with streaming and you know, know they make it they make it a focal point. Like Spotify, their focal point is that they show the streaming numbers, and it's kind of a driving factor. It's like, how many streams does this song have? Like, <laughs> is it big? Like, should I? Like, wouldn't you agree that you like certain songs? Also, sometimes depending on how many plays they have. Like, if it has a lot of plays, you're like, okay, that means that it's good because people <laughs> enjoy it. It's like it's like affirmation. You know what I mean? In a little yeah. bit. Um, so I guess in that sense like try to make it not for the numbers, but more for yourself. Cause for me, I just made five tracks that I liked, like the five chill beats. I was like, okay, like this is stuff I'm kind of like proud of. Like I could see this, you know, if it were, if I were a bigger artist and had like a, a sizable audience, like I think they didn't like people would enjoy this. So that's why, that's why I put it out in the first place. So I think it just making something you like and you have like no doubts about, and it takes some time obviously, but the more it just, the more you do it, the more, easier it gets it's a very personal process like anything creative is like art or music or anything that's from a very personal like part of yourself like creation like creating something that's your own yeah always like really critical about it so it's all like those things that like artists and creators struggle with on a daily basis like i'm pretty sure youtubers that make videos are just as critical about their videos as like you know producer or a, a painter you know it's it's all like that kind of just like that really typical like weights that drag people down it's just realizing that there's someone out there that will enjoy it you just have to like if, if as long as you as long as you enjoy it that's all that matters and yeah that's kind of what happened for me and then people like i just hit the right ears at the right time which is another thing like that's kind of hard to like get out of like that space of just being just like just doing it for fun versus where it starts going into a more like i guess like mainstream route um just put stuff out there don't be afraid to put music out you know, take risks. That's yeah. Thing. And absolutely. if you get rewarded, like if you get rewarded once for taking a risk, you get addicted. You're like, yeah, oh, I know. Like, Oh, okay. So that can happen from doing something kind of ballsy. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's just like, you got to put yourself out there a little bit and, and it might, all, might not always be what you want, but occasionally it will be. And those will be the parts that you want to take and, you know, put back. Exactly. So yeah, I just like love this quote. You just have to put yourself in the best position to be lucky. And I think that yeah. holds true because you know, you look at all these like TikTok like famous like stars right now, and a lot of people are blowing up overnight, but I feel like the media just really focuses on the, those people that blow up. But there's like think about it, there's billions of users and there's very few people that are exceedingly doing well. So yeah. it's like the same thing. And I think that like the right approach is to grow gradually, but it's really tough sometimes because you get like off put and people give up, you know? It's true. It's, it's hard to like give advice about how, like people always want like, how do you get, yeah. like, so like, how do you get streams or how do you get noticed? And it's, it's more so it's, it's different from how it used to be where once you had like a label or like some sort of company backing you or financial backing, that would be what would get you heard. Cause they could pitch you to a lot of different people. But nowadays it's all like the algorithm. It's the, curators it's like a more it's a very hyper specific method that's also really unpredictable yeah and i and i yeah i know what you mean like there's people that you see that just 
get huge out of nowhere. Literally overnight. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's frustrating, but it's uh, just the way, the way it goes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very interesting, though, how that happens. Just completely random. Yeah, yeah, a little bit off the record, but like, uh, you know that guy who like sings Jordan Belford? Yeah. Or like, you know that song? So I interviewed him for my last episode and like, he was like, he made that one hit and he like completely like blew up, like yeah. gave him money for three years traveled and then like he couldn't come up with another song. So I just feel like that's how it, how it goes unless you like steadily build your audience, you know? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's weird. It's, there's no like right or wrong way or like one method that everyone faces when it comes to like, I guess, like, I guess like success. I don't know. Like I would, I would say that I'm, I'm finding success, but I don't think I've had like true success yet. Like I'm still just striving for that. Yeah. No, I mean like it's, it's tough. Cause right. Like your numbers like slowly mean like mean less as they get like higher, you know, like, yeah. cause if you were to look at yourself three years ago about where you would be today, you'd probably yeah. be fucking shocked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's more like a, like you get used to it, I guess, which sounds like kind of like, no, it's, I understand. Like, I'm com- yeah. coming from the complete same way. It's just, it's just tough for other people as well. Looking at yeah. that in that scope. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Like how people, just the ways people get famous nowadays or just get recognition for certain things. It's, it, there's infinite ways. Yeah. And it's really, it's, it's like frightening, but also kind of, I mean, I mean, to some people empowering, it kind of creates that kind of, kind of slot machine type mentality where, you know, I could get famous. Like that's why TikTok is so big because people just crank out videos, just hoping to get some big video, you know, it, it's t- TikTok's really tough, you know, cause I spent a lot of time on there in the beginning, just trying out a bunch of stuff, but I, I really like pushing one platform and I know that's probably not the best strategy. It's just like so much easier to like, you know, for yourself as like a creator, I don't know how it is with music, but like you could, you could like put your music out on, on TikTok, right. If you wanted to. Yeah, I think there's there's like distributors you can use that yeah. can do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like with videos, it's tough because there's just like a different like format size for everything. So that's when you get a little bit into the weeds there. But yeah. Yeah. But there's always a way to like figure it, figure things out. That's that's the whole game. So it's all it's all a game. Like yeah. all the stuff nowadays, especially, it's just how you work it, I guess. Yeah, it's just interesting. Like you're saying, like there's so many platforms and it's like when do you capitalize, you know? It's yeah, it's it's really tough. So Weird. I think you just like go on some with what you know. than others. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild, and that's why it's kind of a hard it's kind of a hard job to have too because it's really kind of unpredictable as well, you know, where it's less on um, like an official like hourly pay versus depending on like people you get to listen to every month. It's like playlists like determine a lot of like artist income, just like general interaction. Um, because, like, the curators kind of have the playing card. Like, they're the ones with the, pulling the strings, you know? Yeah. So, wait. So, how did their playlist get big? Like, word of mouth or did Spotify, like, boost their playlist? I'm, I'm just, like, want to understand chill, that chill part. Cow? Yeah. Like, how did Chill Cow playlist get big? So, um, what, I, what I think I know is that he started the brand. Like, it was a YouTube live stream, like, 10 or something years ago. It was a while back. Um, one of the first live streams on YouTube. And it was just like that anime girl just studying for this constantly. And it just started gaining traction and it started becoming sort of like a staple on the, on the site. And then um, it just got big enough to where like, when you think of lo-fi beats, you think of that kind of like icon, like that yeah. kind of symbol, you know, that, that study girl. Um, 
so I honestly think it's just from starting something because you kind of started it, which is, which is the cool part. That whole person at desk studying to a book type thing is he like kind of started that whole thing. Um, so I think in, in some ways, since he's like kind of the originator that kind of, that gives him some, some, pl- some playing power over other people in the scene due to the fact that he's just more like the originator, I guess people, I guess people would say, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure how his audience got so large, but that then again, it's hard to hard to fully understand that with other people as well, and other like other channels, they just blow up for no reason, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's, yeah. maybe he could have had that steady increase over over a couple of years. Who knows? That's yeah, uh, that's yeah, interesting it's, though. It's yeah, yeah. Like um, anyone can get big. He's like some. He's out of France, just some French guy, and then so, so just cool, like, dude. He probably just doesn't give a fuck, and he's just like yeah. yeah. I feel like that's like the best mentality though. <laughs> yeah. Like when you just like don't give a shit about your analytics and just like do it for yourself, you know? I feel like that's how like all the success stories start Thanks. out. Um yes, like speaking of gaining traction. Yeah. Um, so how big is like collaboration yeah. and like getting into these playlists? Could you like walk me through that a little bit? So yeah, so a lot of my streams at least have been from um, I mean, chill cow on Spotify for sure. And then, I mean, editorial playlists on Spotify, like w- the ones that like any playlist that's curated by, um, the company itself, like Apple or Spotify or Amazon, like those are editorials. Um, but I mean, collaboration for me has been a pretty focal point just because I like, like fusing my sounds with others. And I, I also think that it also pulls audience members from different corners of you know the internet and stuff like that because there's some artists that listen to very like specific artists that might not listen to my music but working with them kind of opens that door to my stuff as well and i i just think it creates more connections you build bonds with other creators and in in some ways if you make a really good collaboration it, it shows that you can still make good music whilst having to fuse your like creative idea with someone else's which usually is really personal and you usually don't want to change yeah, no, uh, absolutely. No. So I, I think for me, at least, when I see a good collaboration versus a good single, I take more respect out of that just because I know collaborating on music or anything that's more creative is always usually really personal to both participants. And it's and it's fun if you execute and you guys both make something you enjoy. It's kind of like a little empowering moment. Like, look, we made this really cool track together and <laughs> we didn't sacrifice anything really. Like, we were both happy with it. Um, yeah, no, I... I understand okay. that. Yeah. No, like exactly what you mean by like everyone holding like their like creativity special and you don't want your shit yeah. to get disrupted by someone else's ideas. I, I understand. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with my brain or like, yeah. I, you know, but yeah, I think for me, at least the whole, the collaborative stuff I've done is, has helped me for sure. And it showed that I'm, you know, open to I, different ideas from everyone in the scene. Um, Cause I mean, when you see like one artist just putting out completely solo stuff, you're like, Hey, why don't you like try and work with other people? Like some, sometimes you kind of wonder like what they'd sound like if they were working with another mind on a project. So I think for me, at least it kind of creates a, a good kind of aura around my name, at least to show that, you know, he's, he's working with a bunch of different people. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though it's not him completely solo, you know? Um, I, I think it's fun. No, cause especially with like, uh, Nalfo, yeah like he started off like 
with some like pretty like good hits. Like I, I listen to his stuff all the time, but then the nightlight song, like just literally got like 3 million streams on Spotify. And, yeah. Like, obviously that's where I feel like collaboration, like really can like be a competitive advantage and like breaking into that. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause he, he didn't even have, um, I know. I don't think he, he, yeah. He didn't even have like any artist account on any site until we collaborated. Cause and the thing is, like, I knew, like, for me, at least, like, when I kind of got that helping hand from that UK label for, like, a little, hey, we, we came across your thing, like, that was my lucky moment. And I feel like he's a friend of mine. He's a super cool guy, like, and he also makes music. He's fucking talented, too. He's so talented. it's like. Yeah, yeah, super talented. And I was like, you know, like, I'm in a position to make a track with this guy. Even, like, I, I enjoy his, this guy. He's a cool dude. Like, let's do something. And at the same time, I know that it would get him some attention as well, which is what he wants. And I'm like. I can, I, let's do it. Like you're a homie. Like, let me, let me yeah. give you some of the, some of the fruit as well, dude. Um, I mean, like, fun. dude, didn't it do like exceptionally well in like that, that album or no? Yeah. I, for a lot of people, that was like their favorite one. Like yeah. right now, if I go to my page, it's my second most popular song. <laughs> yeah. So like it says something there, you know? Yeah. Which is good. And it makes him happy too. And for us as well, like the, because it did so well it, and it kind of creates like a stronger bond between us. Cause we know that we can make songs together that, we both enjoy and that people that listen to it also enjoy. So it's like, it creates like a good kind of glue to the kind of creative relationships as well. Yeah. Dude. uh, Another like side question. I just like thought uh, popped in my head randomly. Do you ever feel like periods of burnout? Cause I know there's like periods where you just get a fucking addicted and all you do is like, like create, create, create. And then you just get exhausted and your brain's dead and you feel like you're not even producing quality content. Yeah, there's been times for me, I've kind of, I've found this good groove so far. Um, but yeah, there's been moments where I sit down, like, I just can't make anything that sounds good. Like, what oh, the no. heck? Um, but yeah, I mean, at least recently for me, I've just been kind of honing in on a, on a really specific sound that I wanted. And with that idea, like for me, like the bedtime stories projects are fun because I already have a vision in mind of what I want with like the atmosphere of the tracks um like for like for part two at least um i want to create some sort of like really just chill mellow vibe and you know if the songs fit within that genre they're good to go you know and it worked out in that way and it's for me it's kind of fun to kind of create some structure at least to what i want to create so that's been helping that that's helped me at least yeah i love that with, with kind of getting projects out already having a set idea amount of tracks i want to get done and people i want to work with it's kind of like it's more of a project and you have to kind of like work down the list and you know communicate and it's it's I, I enjoy the process of all that stuff that kind of like managing an entire i guess like album or beat tape whatever you want to call it um yeah i mean yeah I, it's kind of it's like weird i would say collaboration is like key it's so key for it's me. so key dude i yeah. feel like that's what el- what's uh, elevated my game because i didn't even realize just like collaboration for me is like collaborating with people just from whatever industry, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Cause when you work with someone, they build your network, you build their network too. So and the one thing I've really appreciated is like, you can collaborate with someone that's like huge, right? Like Alex collaborates with you in the music realm and you're just statistically like bigger than, than yeah. he is. It's the same thing with me. And like, in another sense, if I collaborate with like a YouTuber, they're like so appreciative because they've been in the position before where it's the other way around. That's what I really respect about, you know, like some people just 
in the beginning of their careers. Like I feel like there's always been that push for someone like you were saying with SoundCloud as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it's fun. It's when, you know, like, like Alex is a super, like super humble guy and he's like, yeah. he's so nice and he's always striving to learn more. And I, I, I respect that so much. Cause I know that when I started and I got frustrated, I would just like, dude, I, no worth feeling. Yeah. And, but he's just constantly grinding. I was like, this kid deserves it. And if I can help him in any way, like, let's go. Like, and he's like, he was super happy and I was stoked as well. And it's, it's fun. Cause I know how I felt when I was given the opportunity, I was just so excited. And I just like, the possibilities were endless. And that's, I what, know. that's what pushed me to keep on going was that moment of kind of affirmation, you know? Um, and yeah, I mean, not saying like I was the moment, but you know, I just yeah. want to help, help the homie out as well too, because he is deserving. Do you ever feel like there's a rush to put out projects or there's like a, like a timeline? Cause you know, for me, if I don't release something in like probably like over nine days, I get pretty like frustrated that like people are like not going to see shit. It, it, do you feel like that stress at all in like the music realm? Um, I, yeah, I, I could say to some capacity for me, at least I haven't put out, like, I know some artists in the chill beat scene that put out music really frequently, like, yeah four times a month like a, a pretty high amount That's crazy and, and it's for me at least i for artists that put out like i personally respect artists that put out less material but the material quality is high so that the track can kind of sustain itself for longer and it's more it's like if you're gonna have like five of something you would run you'd rather have five of some really nice things versus 20 of some kind of you know yeah, i guess like, absolutely not like, you know like and that doesn't mean that artists, that artists that are doing that are making worse music. It's just, I think for me, having a more limited catalog, but where I put time into it and I'm happy with it, kind of brings people back and they kind of become more um, like personally like affiliated. Or I don't know how you would say, like you can, they become more connected with your art that's already out, like your work at least, um, versus constantly having something. They always have to listen to something new, see if they like it, listen again, you know um versus just have a project let it set out there let it just marinate within the audience and let them let them grow to enjoy the project over time versus just constantly put stuff out i feel like for me it's helped to not overwork yeah um and i think another thing too is with the whole streaming mentality is that people put out music really frequently because they want to land editorial placements and get on playlisting and it's for some people i mean it's obviously like it's a it's a job but some people also just put out music too often. Yeah. And it creates like, it dilutes their catalog. I feel, I would feel like, you know, having too much music versus having a good amount, but that's, it's still good. I, I personally feel like that is better looking and also just appeals more. Yeah. I mean, there's absolutely a huge struggle with putting out quality versus quantity content. Yeah. And I feel like some people have a tough time knowing that, they're a finish with the project or like there's like a perfectionist issue. Yeah. I've, I've run this to a lot. Have you like encountered something similar to that or hundred percent? Yeah. It's so fucking hard to know when to leave a project. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you always want to make sure it's perfect. I know. And it's like to, to us, it's, it's not perfect, but for someone else, they wouldn't even know the fucking difference. That's, that's the issue. Yeah. That's another thing of advice. Don't, yeah. Don't forget that people listening do have, have zero clue as to what you put in to make it. Yeah. Like, know. <laughs> you know, like they're not thinking like, damn, that kick didn't punch right there. Like that didn't punch as much as other ones. Like, or just like really hyper specific things like for your podcasting or like other things that you yeah. just think about really small details that 
kind of in some ways take away from the whole that people that are listening were, are they're listening to the entire thing versus nitpicking individual elements because they're just listening to music versus I'm going to hyperanalyze this like you know yeah wait so what's helped you like step away from that do you have like a couple people that you trust to like listen to your shit before you release I it send to, I always send stuff to Alex okay love uh, that and for I guess since I've kind of found like a formula for myself at least with like making stuff and like I, what I do is I make it, I sit for like a week and I listen back. And if it sounds good to me like a week later and there's nothing else I really want to add, then it's done. Um, but I feel like if I have like a new idea come into mind, like a new melody or like some little thing, I'm like, okay, maybe there's some room, like maybe there's something, but I mean, it all depends on like how you work. Um, and sometimes you just got to like stop yourself, like li- like physically just like not work on music and just like, okay, no dude, it's tough. Stop. It's really hard, but sometimes just stopping and just letting it sit for a bit and then coming back, you're like, okay, it's, it's good. Like, I don't think it needs much more, like, you know? Yeah. It's so hard to like figure out when like enough is enough with a certain product. I'm still like struggling with that. I think the thing that really helps as well is like developing your own like, like playbook or system for like, yeah. your, your edits or I don't know really what you call it in making a song. I just like production. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, not to go like too far back in time. Um, but I just had something that like interests me. So you were always a, a creative person, I'm guessing. Cause I feel like making music at, at some age to where it is now stems from something. So like before music, was there something that like triggered, like, or was there something like you were really obsessed with when you were younger that like you just saw something out of yourself? I know it's a tough question, but. No, I know what you mean though. Like, yeah. like, cause usually people that are creative have some tendencies before they really start creating something. I know, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, like for me, when I was younger, at least I was really big into Legos and like Star Wars. And, and I think for me, a big part was like the Star Wars, like the music. And I always love movies and like soundtracks and how like really good music or, and like, or just well-crafted music. That's not crazy complicated. Just sounded so good and made me feel like, you know, music is so big in, in movies. It like helps the, like the whole feeling you get from it. And I mean, for me, at least when I was younger, I really enjoyed those things. I always had an interest in music and my, my parents would make me like these little cassette tapes of my favorite songs when I was younger. Um, like there's a photo of me in the bathtub wearing like goggles and it's like Christian's playlist <laughs> and it's like a little CD. Um, and it's kind of hard to think back on like specifics but I know that I did enjoy music when I was younger and I always like danced around and like sang in my crib and stuff. So I, I had like some tendencies when I was younger, but I always liked to be making something like for Legos. I always liked to just see what I could make with a bunch of blocks. Just, you never know. Like I make some cool stuff. I'm like, Oh dope. Like I never thought I could make this from this pile of, you know, of like Legos, you know, it's just like, it's fun to make something from com- completely from scratch and it's your own and you take like, pride in it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like, yeah. And it's fun. It's like, it's like, it's, it's more gratifying than for me. Cause I used to play video games when I was in like middle school and stuff. And when you get that new armor or new gun, you're like, Ooh, yeah. Like I worked for this. <laughs> then you realize like, this is just a game. Like this isn't going to translate to life at all. Um, so it's kind of fun to have like music where it's like, I'm creating something that is really personal and it's, it kind of represents like my, my, my create, my creation, I guess. And it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like that, like that same feeling, you know? Like you're kind of mm, you're creating your own persona in music. Um, 
but yeah, I always had like some crazy, like my grandma, I was always big into drawing like spaceships and sci-fi stuff when I was younger. I always liked to create stuff regardless of what it was like Legos, like drawings. I mean, music, obviously I wasn't really able to make when I was like three or four. Like I wasn't like, let me just hop on my desk. Like, you know, um, but yeah, anything that was like, I know kids are always hyper creative when they're younger. So that could have just been like been me just being a kid, honestly. But I mean, I always enjoyed that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I could assume that would stem somewhat into now. Yo, absolutely, man. I feel like that, a lot of that resonates with me, except I was like not artistic at all. Um, yeah. And somehow I'm like a whiz at video editing. No, no, I'm not like, I don't want to call myself a whiz, but like, you I know what I mean? Whiz, I, whiz, dude, yeah, like, no, I just like understand yeah. it. So it's just like weird how things correlate, but damn, that's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like nostalgia is big for me too. Like things I used to enjoy, if I still enjoy it now, it's like it has more value. Yeah, absolutely. So like, your your um your like uniqueness right i'm trying to like phrase this right how have you been able to like keep to like uh in your niche as you've gotten bigger because i know like sometimes people tend to fall into like the standard or like what's hot right now and they try to like copy yeah. those beats and you said like you found your niche and how you've been able to like keep to yourself and like not mesh in with the pool i guess yeah it's so hard yeah, and like I don't even know if I have. Like I might have. Like people might associate my music with other people as well, and they probably do at this point. But I don't know. I mean, for me at least, what's been fun is that I, I mean, for music at least, like your it's kind of like a really specific detail, but like your sample library is really important. Like what sounds you use, like what you're gonna put into your project. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of like really like scratch sounds that I've made that. I know other people don't have so that if I use it already kind of separates me in some capacity from something that's already out that, there. Um, like I know a lot of times like in this genre, that's very like very guitar heavy, um, like very piano heavy when I, I like the piano stuff as well, but I feel like for me, I've always had that love for electronic music. So I'd like to implement like electronic elements too. sometimes like sounds that are maybe not as, typical in the scene but still pass um and the fun part too is that with like chilled cow for instance since he's kind of like at the forefront of like the lo-fi beats i guess like lo-fi beats scene is that people that listen to him they don't really question what he affiliates his brand with you know like if he puts out a whatever amount of track album with someone they'll they won't question that that album is within that genre because that that label recognized it as as such you know it's like if a rap label put out some experimental rap album, they would still consider that rap like, oh, that label must have enjoyed it. Like they must have, they know what they're doing. Like they don't question it at all. So I feel like in some senses as well, like the people I've, I've kind of become affiliated with have helped zone my music into the genre. And then I've just been trying to keep it fresh and not really go like the typical route, I guess. And it's been, I mean, my stuff has been accepted when I sub submit, which is more so affirmation that what I'm making isn't too out of the box, but is still good enough to pass as something, you know, cause he does, he doesn't want to affiliate his music with like, this is like some trance music, like, yeah, you know, what absolutely. It, like, what put it out, you know? Um, so in some ways I have to keep it within a certain style, but I like to take some liberties and that's, that's the fun part with risk is like, I do, I'm do some things that I might like, Hmm, maybe it's a little much, but I like it. So I'm gonna keep it in there. 
And then I put in the final mix and then he's like, this sounds dope. I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's how far I can go. And then it kind of sets a kind of a bar a little bit as yeah. to how, how crazy you can go with it. You know? So you said something interesting there um, outside the box. So would you say you're at that point where you're like willing to experiment a little bit still, or you're yeah, not I'm, I'm trying to, I mean, after this part three that I'm doing, I'm kind of, I kind of, I'm going to stop with the bedtime story stuff. Cause I feel like that's enough for that kind of run of projects. Um, I want to start getting into vocal work. I, I really want to kind of showcase my production abilities besides just like chill beats, you know? Um, so I want to make like more mellow electronic music with vocals and stuff. Fuck and yeah, dude. Do you like, yeah, um, wanna... just a, a side question. So my favorite artist is Rufus to soul. Do you like Rufus? I've, I've listened to a couple, a couple. So the thing is, I know them from like a remix. So I don't know if that, it was like a dude or it was like a group. Yeah, it's a group uh, of three people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but from what I've heard, I like their music. Yeah. Like I just feel good. like, like when you were talking about like soft vocals, I just like resonated you with them a little bit. Yeah. You could, you could definitely find some inspiration that. there if you uh, listen to a bunch of their stuff. But they're, they're, no, they're good. Because I know that what, I know that What's So Not did like a remix to one of their songs. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, the, the what's so not rem- I know what you mean. Yeah, the yeah, one, you know exactly uh, what I mean. Yeah, the violin or saxophone or whatever it is. Yeah, like the, the artist image, like the circle kind of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times I get a feel it. I like know I find artists from like remixes and stuff, and it's yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm big into like SG. If you know like SG Lewis, like Disclosure. Oh yeah. Um, oh, Disclosure is a little more housey, but SG Lewis is good because he makes like electronic, lush, chill beats. With like vocals and stuff and i really want to get into the vocal stuff because i feel like that will kind of help separate me substantially um I, I still want to put out the chill stuff but i feel like it's just it's a really saturated pool right now there's a lot of people trying to do the same thing i guess yeah. um and since it's so simple like sounding at least it's really lucrative to a lot of people like oh i can just like make like this in like an hour you know so I, yeah i feel like for when i first discovered lo-fi it was it was like yeah i don't know if you've ever listened to like the ones where there's always like it sounds like people are talking from like the early like maybe like 1980s yeah then all of a sudden there's just like a drop and it just goes right into the song i feel like those are like pretty pretty interesting yeah no th- those are cool like sampling ones i don't really sample with my tune just because yeah. like royalties and stuff yeah, yeah yeah but um no yeah i like those i like the old like old violin like old yeah, piano, yeah, yeah. retro retro but like remixed yeah i know what you mean um yeah i just had a couple more questions for you uh just like wraps of stuff up but i think one of the things i wanted to get with uh or wanted to get get out of this is like your creative process in a way mm-hmm. um i guess like your schedule for yeah. like when you sit down to like like make stuff or if you have like a set plan that like you, you know you can get stuff done by I mean, I mean, at least recently, since I'm getting tracks done for that part three, I've just been always like starting off like on a piano and just fiddling with ideas and kind of going with there. Um, I mean, if I if I'm not making some like project where I'm going for a certain vibe already, I just mess around with sounds, see what happens. Just a lot of times, music for me is just happy accidents. Like I just add an effect on, and like, oh, this sounds kind of kind of wacky, and then I edit some stuff and it kind of shapes more into something I enjoy. Um, a lot of, a lot of just like random knob twisting and you get some cool, cool outcomes. Um, but the big thing for me is just like make something. And if I get a cool starting point, I just leave it like that and build on it versus over like 
overcomplicate something that could be sounding good at a, like a simple level, you know? Yeah, that's um, the fucking tough part right there. Yeah. Overcomplicating something. Yeah, overcomplicating is always Key takeaway. Don't yeah. overcomplicate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, like like simple is not always bad. Like some people always think that there needs to be more. Like that what that's what makes it better, but like not always. Yeah. You know, you can have very limited ingredients but still make it sound good. So yeah, absolutely, man. And yeah, there's no like process for me, I would say, but I, it's more just I I mess around with ideas and a lot. Of, a big thing for me too is with the program I use, you can kind of you can pull elements from other tracks that you've made and drop them into tracks you're already working on. So I like I make a lot of sounds from scratch and I make them for specific songs. And then if I'm making something else, I'm like, okay, the sound I made, let me load that up from this one project and see how it sounds in here. And sometimes it meshes like really well. Sometimes it's 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 trash, <laughs> but what uh what what uh software do you use i'm on ableton okay i've heard of like logic x pro but i'm not like i'm like all into adobe products i don't really know much out of that realm yeah i gotcha yeah i'm not big into the video editing so it's yeah well they have like some audio stuff but they're just it's it's tough when like one product has like runs a platform and just like has a bunch of it's just tough to make that switch you know yeah because there's a lot of different uh programs you can use to make music yeah, absolutely. And I feel like like Apple too, like always like curates their own like software to get you hooked, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like Apple. Like I use their products when I make for music stuff and I tried logic once, but it just like felt too much like GarageBand layout because since it's made by Apple, even though it's not GarageBand, it's like substantially better. But since it's, since it's the same kind of look, I just couldn't get the GarageBand out of my head for some reason. So I wanted something like different, something third party. And yeah. Uh, I like I like the software a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Then um, two questions left. One of them is so like I just like really want to hone in on this like advice stuff just because like you know I feel like a lot of people are just like looking for guidance exactly in like specific areas. So what would you say to someone right now that's like I guess like discovering like their niche and like really focused on I I might have asked this earlier but just like the analytics part like is there something that like really helped you like look past that that stuff. I mean, yeah, like I said, just like make music you enjoy, but like have fun with it. Like for me, like you're creating something that's your own. Like it's, it's, it's like a direct representation of you, I guess, you know, like when you make a song, that's your creation. That's like, a, I guess in some ways, like a translation of you into music, you know? Um, so like take pride in it, like go crazy with it. Like if you're gonna make something that's your own, like, don't be afraid to be super attentive to detail, but, you know, also know when to stop. Like, you got to find, like, the biggest thing is finding out how you work. Like, there's no one way to do something. Like, there's people that watch a ton of tutorials on how to do stuff, and they they get in their head thinking, like, oh, there's only this one way to do this, this thing. I'm like, nah, like, there's a way that you do it. Like, there's no right or wrong. And, like, I had, a, had like, a revelation a couple of days ago where I was making something. I was like, well, does this sound like this guy? Like, I was like, wait a minute. I don't need to sound like anyone else. Like I can just make what I want and it sounds like me. Like that's the whole, that's the whole point. Um, Cause I used to get caught up in like, Oh, what this like, well, like would he do this? Or, like, it doesn't matter. Like that's what he would do. Like this is my own thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And do you look for uh, anyone for inspiration? Like, is there something that like anyone that inspires you? Like, I don't know if you listen to like po- other podcasts or, or read any books or stuff that keeps you motivated. Um, or like artists or like just yeah just like anything like what like well I mean I'm just for me like I like for me music is something that I can 
I always like I put visuals to it in my head, you know, like if I'm listening to a really intense EDM song, I'm always like trying to like, think about something crazy hype or like, the chill beats, like what, what could be a really cool visual. And that's why I have fun with like, like, again, like the bedtime story stuff, I have like a lot of say in like how the artwork is made. And for me, like having the artwork done first is a really big part of my creative process of having a visual to create towards, you know, like, okay, I have this image here what can I make that I think would fit under here? And I always, what I do is I play the music I finish and I have the artwork open, just the artwork. And I try to see if, if it, you know, if it correlates well in my mind. And um, I mean, like for artists, like there's like Harris Cole that I like, cause he, he's a beat maker, but he's really trippy with the sounds. And he's really, he, he embraces like the experimental aspects of his music um, and doesn't, doesn't really give a shit if it sounds different like he knows it sounds good like it's his it's his stuff um and i feel like with every artist they took that risk where they just decided to say fuck it this is my music like i'm gonna just put this stuff out and over time people start liking it and they will fill it that. down with them you know and at that point you don't gotta worry about how you sound like it. as long as you're making stuff you enjoy people already expect that to sound like you you know yeah too like going back on that if people see that you're enjoying what you make in the content like you just like enjoy making yeah they appreciate you and appreciate your work so i think that's like definitely a very important step of just having an appreciation for your work and enjoying what you're doing you know yeah that's true i mean i would say that like for youtube and like for instance like if i know a creator really enjoys what he does like at creating youtube videos like people i mean just human nature if people enjoy something they like the the probably will do a better job at it, you know? Like if someone, if you're not, if you don't enjoy it, you're probably like, eh, like, like the AC guy, like if he doesn't like his AC job, fixing our AC, he's not gonna be like, let's go ham, let's fix this. Like, he's gonna be like, well, like, I don't really care. So, you know, so, I mean, I guess that that's a good analogy. That's <laughs> oh, a great analogy. Uh, yeah, just uh, the last question for you. So like, what's next? I know you're coming out with bedtime stories, like part three. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like right now that's like my main focus. Um, yeah, there's some other like project things that are going on the side that I probably can't talk about yet. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, but some cool stuff, some, some, uh, I, I can say that it's some stuff with some larger labels, like not non B labels that have hit that reached out about some lo-fi type stuff. So that might go somewhere, which will be cool. Um, but yeah, just like part three. Um, I'm also getting more into like the really detail oriented stuff about music, like mastering and like post editing. And I'm really trying to learn it all. Just like, if it's all here, like might as well learn as much as I can to, you know, put it into my work. You know? I love that. Um, so I'm, I'm getting into like mastering. So like if people listen to your podcast or, you know, music, music heads too, and make music. I, I do like mastering stuff, like mixing stuff. And I learn from it as well. And it's fun to, it's fun to kind of do my own take on someone else's song and then for them to be like, yeah, this is it. It's a good feeling that you can, that I can like kind of do my own work on someone else's personal, really personal project and still get, you know, some affirmation. So that's really it for me. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So where, where can people find you? You want to like, yeah, I'm on everything. Um, well, so on my Spotify, if you just search brilliant, it's just lowercase b like it's from like it's from the word like brilliant and the way that name came up is funny it's i was looking at a light in my basement in middle school and on that light there was like this painted dragon it's really weird like out of all lights in my basement this one light just has that weird like detail on it and i was thinking like okay like 
how do people describe the word, like describe light? Like what are words that are used to describe light? Just super weird tangent I was going down. And I was like, oh, brilliant's kind of a cool word. And then I, there's like this one lo-fi producer called Chief who goes with a lowercase c in a period. And I was like- and I, I was know really, that, I know Chief, yeah, yeah. I was really inspired by him. And I was like, you know what, let me just like, like he probably won't care. And like, we've made a song together now, so obviously he doesn't have any beef with it. Um, but yeah, like that's how, that's how that happened. It's, it's weird. People always like, I, I don't want to seem like a dick. Like, oh, you think you're brilliant? You must be conceited. I'm like- that's not, that's not it. Like, that's not it. I kind of want to change my name. Fucking that. dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a dragon, dude. And they're like, what are you on, dude? Like, Calm down. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's so awesome, man. Like, I feel like the, every artist or like even like some podcaster as well or like YouTuber has like a disguised name, which I kind of like because you're just not like, I don't know if I want to be like all in one. I just want to have my personal shit. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. I, I always worry about that. Like, do people think I'm an asshole? I'm like, no, nah, you're good, I'm, dude. <laughs> I think I'm like trying to pull it off that I think I'm that, or it's just like a cool word. Because I've had people like not have no idea. They're like, it just sounds cool. Yeah, I'm no, like, like I just thought it sounded great. I had no idea like you thought like brilliant. You know, yeah, like, like I wasn't able to connect those dots. Okay, cool. Okay, that, that's well, the that's the you type thing where you you don't know when to like going back to the perfectionist like type. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's exactly. Like, like, people will read it, like will read into it. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you It's mean. just everyone just judging their, their selves, but that's how uh, the world works, you know? Facts, dude. All right, man. Um, yeah, before I end this, I just want to make sure you're cool with... Uh, so I'm going to... Pro- I have some like stuff coming out in the next couple of weeks, so I might not get around this for like two or three weeks. Not, yeah, not much, man. Yeah. But um, I'm just going to like probably put out like like one to two minute clips on like my Instagram and like, are you cool with, cause yeah, I, I really fucking love like meme like weird, like funny edit. Do you care about any of that stuff or? I don't care. That's fine. All right. Word. <laughs> I'll send it to you beforehand just in case. Uh, okay. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks dog. Yeah. I'll make sure to plug it to people that listen to the tunes too. They can just like, cause I go on live on Instagram a lot and like I chat with people all the time, but like I never done like a sit down, which is kind of cool. 